everybody, and welcome to the Makers of Minnesota podcast, where we talk to cool people doing cool things. I am a big fan of granola and have been a big fan of Patty's granola for a couple of years now. I met Patty Heimbold, I think, first at a Makers event and with nut mixes primarily. She has a, a rosemary nut mix that I was crazy about, and then I discovered the granola, and Patty, you really seem like you are making some strides this year in trying to grow your your business. How's it going? Yeah, it's going great. Yeah, it's, this is my, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but it's my 10th year of being in business. Okay. So feels not really, like it can't really be true, but it is. And how did you start like 10 years ago? Can you remember your beginnings? I do. So I, I started out, um, you know, the, a very typical story of, you know, I, all my, the people in my, on my kids hockey team, they wanted to, you know, like to have it and then they wanted to buy it. It kept kind of, kind of like, you know, moving from, from uh, p- friends of mine to people that I didn't know. And so then finally they're like, can I buy it? And so that's how it kind of started. And then um, I decided to just do some local farmers markets just because my kids were going off to like junior high and high school. And I thought, Oh, I want to just try this and people like it. So I did. And then, um, I was approached by Kowalski's almost like my first market. So that was really fortunate for me. And I remember thinking, how am I going to do this? Like, I don't even know what a UP, I don't even know how to get to UPC code, you know, all right. those things. Um, that was, uh, a little daunting at first, but once you, once you figure it out, then it's, it all works out. So they were very supportive and helping me get started. Were the nuts first or the granola first? The granola was first. Actually, I almost, I almost didn't do the nuts because the rosemary was so time consuming. I mean, I was hand chopping it and I was just like, I can't do this, you know, and it, and it was just, wasn't the holidays. So it wasn't as popular at the time it was in the summer. Um, but then it just, I didn't, I just kind of didn't give up on the nuts and then it, they went into Kowalski's and they kind of actually, um, had more legs to them, I guess I would say. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. Cause you're in two categories. So you're in two separate right. places. Right. And is- do you, that's unusual and challenging in a grocery store. Cause you have like two separate buyer groups and. Right. So it's interesting because the granola was what started, but that's such a saturated um, category that it's very hard to, to really break ground and really, you know, get into, um, into that category very, very, you know, intensely, I guess. And, um, but the nuts are what have just kind of set me apart, I would say more than anything. So I've got a good following on the granola, but I would say definitely um, the nuts have become kind of a Minnesota gift. You know, a lot of people love to tell me how much they give them for every occasion when they're, you know, hostess gifts. And, um, and I really started delving into a lot more corporate gifts this past year. So that's, um, that's kind of exciting because that's a really great opportunity, I think, for you know the years to come. Do you have experience in graphic design? I do not. No. Because you have a really distinct design and your website's simple, but your pictures are really nice. Like you look like you have been really thoughtful about putting your your pictures and your design together. Yeah, well, it's interesting you bring that up because my husband works for a design firm. And um, I had kind of done my own website before. And then this year they uh, redid it for me and did some, did some nice photography and kind of made it a little more bright and colorful and a little more, um, 
I think it represents my personality and kind of my, my company in general. So the flower, which has nothing to do with nuts or granola, has just always been kind of a, a personal logo of my own. You know, I mean, I have so many yeah. daisies in my house. It's ridiculous. You know, it's just kind of a um, something that people always give me and that kind of thing. So when I started out and simply doing farmer's markets, I was like, well, I just want my flower logo, you know, because I, I didn't really think it through like, oh, I'm going to be a nut company or a grill right. company. I, I wasn't your typical big business plan. And then I kind of just jumped into it and it sort of worked. So, And you just kept growing. What was it about the gift sets that kind of made you decide this was the year after 10 years to get into that space? Well, I've, I've always... Um, I've done a lot of them just like through people networking, you know, yeah. just kind of people I knew and they would just, um, you know, they would, they would say, oh yeah, I'd like to give that. And, you know, just customers of mine would, would ask me. Um, but this year when I redid my website is kind of where I was like, okay, now I've got to get it out there a little bit more. So, um, and once again, it's a lot of word of mouth. It's not, it's not like I had tons of people go to my website and start ordering gifts, right? but it's uh, it just kind of is a little bit of a good networking thing. And your packaging is different in that yeah. it's like a cellophane package that is tied. Right. And that's a little bit different than some of the other nut companies that we see in more of like a pouch or some people started with craft paper. Um, tell right. me about your packaging and why you like it. Well, it's interesting because sometimes I think I can't believe I still have the same packaging that when I started, but it's what people always tell me that they like about it. It gives it a very um, homemade feel. It gives it a gifty feel. And Kowalski's is like, don't change your packaging because it will hurt you. And, and I would say that with my granola, I used to package it kind of that same way. Um, it doesn't stay as fresh because um like the cranberries get kind of hard in cellophane so sure. so i um i did change that to a pouch and i will say my my sales kind of went down like once you start looking a little commercial um a lot of local you know i don't say local people but people that want to give yes. local yeah. right yeah exactly. they want to give it where it looks like a little more homemade so it's it's kind of a funny topic but that is it it's staying so i like it's it. a lot more expensive but it's, uh, it's good. It's good. What's been the hardest part about growing your business? Um, that's an interesting question. I, I was thinking about it last night. It's like, I don't have, I, I'm not in a lot of accounts, but the places I'm in are really good and they've been super supportive and super just, you know, wanting to just see me grow. Um, I guess that's not really saying what's the hardest part, but I, I think that yes, trying to get into smaller accounts and then sort of maintaining them and sort of um, growing the relationship as it were. Right. I think growing the relationship has been okay, but it's just kind of like if I'm, I'm trying to think of some of the stores that maybe are not in town and it's just a little bit harder to not have, you know, kind of the word of mouth, like, oh, these are really good. You can get them here or um, that kind of thing. I'm, I'm trying to think of another thing that's just been um, challenging, but, but that would be something I think. So as you've grown, have you expanded outside of the twin cities? It sounds like you have a little bit. I'm in some stores in Wisconsin and more closely to where my cabin is or my in-laws live and, yep. um, places like that. Um, and then some places up in, in like Brainerd, 
more lake area. But and yeah, like, I and haven't really, I haven't tried as hard as I, as I probably could, to be honest. So I'm sort of, I've got a nice, uh, nice work life balance. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think kind right. of in some respects, because you've identified that as important to you, it helps you zero in on kind of what the important aspects of your business are. And it seems like the relationship and the kind of intensity with which you can focus on a store and help them mm-hmm. support you is important to you versus just like the, the total growth strategy where people are just like scale, scale, scale. Right. It is absolutely that I am. Um, I've had to kind of come to grips with that over the years. I kept thinking, you know, um, should I be doing this? Should I be doing this? And it really has come very clear to me just kind of what I want out of my, out of my business. And um, it's, it's, it's right where I want it to be. I have a great relationship with my Kowalski stores. I mean, I just feel like they're like, I don't say family, but they're they're. I really feel like a part of that organization Yeah, and they've been so supportive of me. And I think I really support them and, it's a really good working relationship that we have. And, and same with my other accounts, I'm in general store of Minnetonka and they're really supportive and um, some specialty cheese shops and that type of thing. So yeah, general store has sold just a ton of my cookbooks and they've been so great to work with. And they are amazing. I I did no idea. Yeah. (laughs) I did a book signing and like from the entire time I was there, there was practically a line out the door at the holidays. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, it's crazy. I had no idea that it would be that kind of a, um, cause I had tried to get in there in the beginning. I just dropped off samples. They don't really like set up appointments. And then, um, the buyer actually contacted me and said, we'd like to try your stuff. And, and so that was really, really great. So yeah. what's the hardest part of your day to day, like, or your week where you're just like, Oh, um, you know, it's funny because in the first nine months, I make the I make the same amount of nuts that I make in the first nine months of the year. I make that same amount in the last three months. Yeah. So I usually, um, so so it's it's uh, that time of year. It's just go 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 all the time. It's just constantly making making uh, have my having my people help me to like manage or to package and then to deliver and it's just a, it's a constant. Um, so like right now for me, I'm a little bit slower. I'm a little bit like, oh, so I have a hard time kind of kind of like uh, not being busy and not feeling like I'm doing something to to grow my business always. You know what I mean? So it's hard for me to sometimes to kind of um, sit back a little bit and organize my week efficiently. I was just thinking to him, like, I'm not being efficient with my days because I have so much more time. So I absolutely hard- can relate to what you're saying because I was just on vacation. And I was like, I hate to, I hate to say I was bored, but like it took me two days to kind of just accept the fact that this was going to be the kind of vacation where there wasn't a lot to do. So I needed to just relax and read or kind of be in the moment. And it was really challenging. Well, every January, I know I'm going to go through a huge letdown period and so I try to like go, I, I went on a little long weekend. Um, I'm planning a trip to Italy for my husband and I in May. So that's been a big, like, I'm like, okay, I'm delving into that. It, it sounds crazy, but you're, you're right. You have to really just sort of change your, your mindset and just kind of go, it's okay to have a day. That's not just jam packed every minute yeah. of the day. You know, and that productivity 
kind of happens in lots of ways. Right. You know, you can go, 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 but then sometimes you maybe just need a day to recharge. And I don't know. I don't know how I know when I need it, but, and sometimes it's like, you just get sick, right? Your body just is like, okay, you're done. Right. Um, But trying to be more intentional as I grow older about taking time is something that's on my mind. I'm not good at it yet, but it's on my mind. I'm thinking about it. Me too. That's, that's exactly why I think that that whole, as my business has moved along for 10 years, I've been like, it's okay to want the, you know, work-life balance type of a business, Yep. you know, um, then to just see how I can scale it and make it huge. And, you know, yeah, so, exactly. Uh, what, okay part, that. what part of your business do you hate? Oh gosh. Um, well, I tell you one thing that I haven't, this is probably a regret and a part I hate is, um, social media. <laughs> I'm really not good at it and I don't really do it and I really never have. And so, um, that is something I just, I just, uh, I kind of regret though, because I mean, it's the, it's the, uh, the way of the world. Right. Um, but, but what's but, preventing you? I mean, obviously you don't want to do it and that's a reality, right. but do you, it's hard to monetize. Like if you were to say like, oh, I'm going to hire someone to do social media, it would be a long time, I think before, not a long time, but a time before you would be able to be like, well, you know, I spent X amount, therefore I made X amount. So do you feel like that ship has sort of sailed or? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I met with a girl and then she's like, well, I need to come into your kitchen for like two weeks and just take pictures and do the, and I was like, oh my, it overwhelmed me in like a second. I, yeah. I, I mean, I was like, that's not what I want to be. I'm not good about being in people's faces every, every single day. I just, yep. that's just my personality to be like that. I just kind of like let things happen organically, I guess. Um, and so I think it's worked for me. It's been okay, but I'm kind of curious what it could be like if I would have tried a little harder five years ago, you know? I wonder um, too, if you couldn't turn that spigot on just in LinkedIn and like in the corporate gift side. Right. Yeah. That's a great idea. So I'm going to network more with people this year. I'm going to try harder to be like, okay, this is why I'm going to meet with this person, you know, to talk about this and just work at things that way. And be more intentional. Yeah. Because I think in LinkedIn, there's still quite a bit of space in mm-hmm. terms of the entrepreneur world, business to business world, I think sometimes it's easier to get seen there and that might feel more authentic to you. Right. Absolutely. Cause I do, I just, you know, I don't want to keep coming up with things for me just to put on Instagram. How many pictures can I take of myself with roasted nuts? I mean, I, I, and I know it doesn't always need to be about me pictures of me. I totally understand that, but it just, but then it's just pictures of nuts, right? Oh, wait, did you change some setting? Hi, can you hear me? So you went on mute. Oh, there you go. Okay. All right, so I can edit that part out of the middle. Um, Okay, sorry. That's okay. No. So then at some point, yeah, it's, if it's not pictures of you, then it's pictures of nuts or it's aspirational life about nuts or aspirational life about granola. It is kind of hard to keep that up. 
It is. And so I just kind of, um, I don't know, but I do feel like, you know, I, there's a lot of, you know, people that share things and it kind of goes, I, I don't know. I'm just, I, that's probably the hardest part for me, I guess I can yeah. say is. Yeah, no, and you're not alone. And I get that. Are there products that you use in your house that are Minnesota makers that you're just crazy about? Um, yes, I really like, uh, do you know garlic from garlic sauce? Yeah. Yeah, we love his garlic sauce. Um, let's see here. Of course, I'm a big fan of T-Rex cookies. Yes. Um, can't have those in the house too often. But no, I just <laughs> oh, had coffee are, with her today and oh, she's yeah. redoing her packaging or has redone her packaging. Um, and it was just interesting to talk with her about her business too. I love talking to people about their businesses. I know. I know. I love to hear about it too. And she and I started, um, we weren't, we were in the same shared kitchen when we first started and, uh, we would get there at five in the morning and we were right. Our shared kitchen was right there at George Floyd square. Yeah. 38th in Chicago. We were just talking exactly. about that space today. Yeah. That's where we started. And she and I would go in there at like five in the morning and, uh, share the kitchen together. And so, yeah. She's, she's great. Um, let's see here. What else do I buy? Oh, off the top of my head, I can't even think of anybody else, but just, um, I love to support Minnesota makers. Yeah. That's great. And there I is really, so many at Kowalski's. Exactly. Yeah. They're very good about doing that. And I feel like, um, uh, I feel like so many have supported me too. Yeah, you for know? sure. So if yeah. you, if you were going to have any like words of wisdom after being a business person for 10 years to a mm-hmm. struggling entrepreneur who's listening, who is wondering how to get their product going or if it's worth it, what would you say about like your journey and your work-life balance? I think I would, I would kind of say, think about what you really like to do um, and don't spread yourself too thin as far as like your product line you know, maybe focus on what, like if I, if I were to start now, I would say, I would just focus on nuts. You know what I mean? I would just focus on one or the other. Um, and I think I do do that to be, to be honest, I feel like I, I kind of do do that. Um, but, uh, to kind of have just a, a better focus of your business and what you want to accomplish and, um, make sure you love it, you know, make sure you love it and, and make sure you're ready for it. Because I think, um, some people maybe like if my kids would have been younger, I would have, I think this would be really hard and I would have probably been done a long time ago, you yep. know, so the kind of time, make sure you're timing it when you, when you're ready for it. I um, love it. Yeah. So. That's great advice. Well, it's good to yeah, talk yeah. to you. Happy 10 year yeah. anniversary. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank 10 you. years is, you know, they say you're unemployable now, Patty, because you've worked for okay. yourself for 10 years. Okay. Well, am I retireable? That's when my next question. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not ready to retire at all. I know so. it's probably another podcast too of like how do how do entrepreneurs and small business people actually retire? It is really true. I always think who will who will take this over? Like it's been a really nice business, and I hope someone you know someone would do that because it really is a, a great, a great business to have. So yeah, you'll find someone. Thanks for joining me, Patty. Okay. I appreciate yeah, it. Thank you. All okay. Right. We'll talk Go soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.